This episode of the Consulting Pipeline Podcast is brought to you by me, Philip Morgan. Hey, if you're a generalist, self-employed software developer, you've got a ton of competition. If you're interested in developing a reliable, robust, repeatable, defensible way of differentiating yourself from that competition, check out the positioning manual. It's the only book, to my knowledge, anywhere in existence, <laughs> written specifically for software developers, specifically for self-employed software developers, specifically to help with the challenge. And it's both an intellectual and an emotional challenge to transition from a generalist to a specialist. Check it out at thepositioningmanual.com. I thought I'd tackle a reader question for this episode. Uh, this comes from Mr. M. That's not me, even though my last name is Morgan. This is somebody else who wrote and said, Philip, you use terms like vertical and horizontal for marketing. I sort of know what they mean, but a quick example each time you use them would help. And you know what? Dude, you're right. <laughs> he says, he goes on to say, you are experienced in this now, but your audience will always likely be newbies to the game. And I also agree. So let's, let's, let's dig into that. Uh, this really is uh, hopefully going to be pretty straightforward. So a market vertical is a way of dividing the world of business. And if we were to somehow array on a piece of paper, let's say a piece of graph paper, every type of business that there is in the world, we would just have like kind of, I don't know, what would that look like? <laughs> just like a paint splatter uh, a Rorschach diagram or, uh, or, you know, ink, ink blot diagram is the other term for that. Something like that. Right. And it would be that frankly, it would be a disorganized mess. So what if we then tried to group companies that do the same kind of business? Now they might be dramatically different in size, but they do essentially the same thing. We might then stack similar companies in columns on our sheet of graph paper. And all of a sudden it might start looking a little bit like a spreadsheet where you've got columns and rows. And so one column might be retail, all the stores that primary or sorry, not all the stores, but all the businesses that primarily think of themselves as we're a retail business would be in the column labeled retail. And then there might be another column construction all the businesses that are about constructing and building things would fall in the construction vertical. And there, there would be other verticals as well. And that's really where this word vertical comes from, is the idea that if we're trying to organize this world of all different kinds of businesses into something that is systematic and cohesive, and, and what we want to do is categorize these different businesses then we would orient them vertically on the sheet of paper. And again, there's tons of other verticals. Uh, finance. Information technology is uh, a sort of vertical of its own. Medical or medicine. Um, education. These are all examples of verticals. And one of the best things you could do is, I'm going to do this right now just to make sure the Google search works the way I think it does 
is you could look up the North American Industry Classification System, or the NAICS. And there, perhaps you've seen this in a variety of different contexts, but this is a system for classifying businesses, and it primarily works by classifying them into different market verticals. And so... I just did a Google search just now for NAICS, uh, went to the second result, which for me, the first result was the Census Bureau. The second result was this website, NAICS.com. And so I'm not going to read them all, but you know, agriculture, forestry, fishing, and hunting is one of the verticals. Mining, utilities, construction, manufacturing, wholesale trade, retail trade, transportation and warehousing. And I don't know, maybe there's uh, two dozen top-level verticals. And then uh, the beauty of this is that you can click into a vertical, like uh, let's look at um, educational services. So you can click into that and then see all the sub-verticals underneath it. And you can do this. You can subdivide uh, you know, each one of these verticals into additional verticals. So underneath educational services, there's elementary and secondary schools, junior colleges, computer training, cosmetology and barber schools, flight training. The nice thing on the NAICS site is you'll see a, a number next to each vertical that gives you uh, what is not likely to be a highly accurate count, but still it's, it's a, I would consider it a ballpark number of the number of businesses in the, in the United States that fit within that category. So how many elementary and secondary schools are there? Want to take a moment to guess? If you guessed 182,477, <laughs> you guessed correctly. Uh, how many uh, flight training schools? 1,215. So that is the idea of a market vertical. And market verticals are not something, uh, well, a couple things, uh, just in no particular order about this NAICS uh, website and, and the whole idea of market verticals is um, they are not defined by some, you know, committee of bureaucrats <laughs> hidden away in the bowels of some organization. They are, I mean, they are and they aren't defined <laughs> by a committee of faceless bureaucrats. If you look at the NAICS table and if you just like read through the whole thing, which would be amazing if anybody ever did that, it would, I believe in and of itself, that would be quite an education into the world of business to do that because you'd realize all these, you know, some people might use the word niches or niches, um, but all these ways of categorizing information that you just were not aware of. Like, um, I mean, I'll probably blow my own mind here. Automobile driving scores, schools, 4,415 of those, like that seems like a totally viable way to specialize and not, I don't think, too small of a uh, market vertical for someone to focus on, especially if you're a smaller firm like I tend to work with. So it's just sort of eye-opening to look through this and see everything that's out there. You would, But if you were to read through the entire NAICS table, you would find that not every type of business has been categorized like there are still types of businesses out there that do not appear in the NAICS table. So like I said, they're, they're kind of 
defined by a committee of faceless bureaucrats. But then the real uh, rubber meets the road of is a market vertical, does it exist, you know, is it real, is, is the real world? Like, there are certainly, um, you know, way, types of businesses out there that fit into categories that just do not exist in the NAICS table. So that's a vertical. An audience is similar but different. An audience is a group of businesses that share some kind of need or concern or some sort of primary affiliation. I'll give you an example. Like nonprofits, that's a little bit of a gray area. Like we could certainly think of nonprofits as a market vertical. But you have nonprofits that are focused on all kinds of different things. Like there are nonprofits that are focused on education and there are nonprofits that are focused on uh, social services and there are nonprofits that are focused on accomplishing some kind of reform in government policy. And I mean, the list goes on and on. So in a way, nonprofits are really more like an audience in that they share something, but what, what they share is not the thing they do. What they share is their business model, their nonprofit status, the fact that they may generate uh, some or all of their revenue through fundraising rather than through selling stuff. And this shared way of being or set of concerns or whatever it is that's shared makes them an audience rather than a market vertical. Another example of an audience would be uh, fans of the, uh, let's say, the basketball team of the place I went to college, Davidson College. So fans of, um, you know, the Davidson College Wildcats, <laughs> right, the football team, or sorry, the basketball team, they would be an audience. Like, you're going to have lawyers who are fans of that team. You're going to have uh, doctors. You're going to have, uh, you know, people who take ayahuasca in Central America for a living. <laughs> I mean, you're just going to have all kinds of people. And um, so what they, they don't really share like a profession in common. They share an interest in common. So that's an audience. That's a little different than a market vertical. The last thing that Mr. M asked me about was, what's a horizontal? A horizontal is, at least the way I use it and in the context of the people that I'm working with, a horizontal is a problem or a need that shows up in multiple market verticals. So I'll give you an example. Um, a, lots of different types of companies might need a website. This is a very simple example. And so you might have companies who are in the education vertical who need a website. You might have companies who are in the finance vertical who needs a website. So, Building websites is a horizontal problem. Now, it's a very non-specific horizontal problem. And that, um, that makes it the easiest point for most self-employed people to start because it requires, on the surface, it requires less risk-taking. I'm not sure that it actually is less risky. But it seems to present less risk when you say, okay, I'm going to focus on some kind of skill set or um, some sort of, I'm going to give myself a job title and call myself a writer 
or a white paper writer or a Rails developer or a user experience designer. Like all of those things are horizontal way of focusing. And in the context of being a generalist, those get the thumbs down from me because they are so craptastic when it comes to helping you develop business and have a real robust reason for charging more. Like they just are terrible on those two criteria. On the other hand, there are problems where you're, you can develop specialized expertise in some kind of problem that shows up in multiple market verticals, and that expertise has real value and can be applied in different market verticals. So I think some examples would be in order here. Um, one example that comes to mind is conversion rate optimization. There are lots of uh, market verticals that could benefit from some form of conversion rate optimization. Um, I think that's a good enough example for now because it really illustrates the point that, you know, a, uh, maybe some kind of uh, finance business that offers loans would benefit from working with a conversion rate optimization specialist because they can make their website perform better and uh, generate leads better or whatever it is. That same expertise could be applied to a similar problem in a completely different market vertical and potentially be um, just as valuable there. So from a definition perspective, that's what you got. Vertical is a type of industry, very simply. A horizontal is a type of problem. And um, an audience is a group of people that are brought together by some shared thing. Okay, this episode is getting a little long, so I'll leave it at that. Hope this helps, Mr. M, and uh, thanks for tuning in.